Additive technologies are constantly evolving and developing their capabilities year after year. So how do we select applications that will have the best return? With the number of applications in every industry growing at staggering rates, we need to find better autonomous ways to assess part data to feed into the developing technologies. I'm Dylan Drake, the Advanced Manufacturing Product Manager for Philips Federal, and your host for the TechShift Podcast. Today I'll be speaking with Alexander Donahue. He's the Managing Director of 3RMI North America, a specialist of workflow software for 3D printing. Alexander has expertise in digital transformation supply chain strategies. Prior to his role, Alexander was an advisor to CEOs of major industrial firms regarding Industry 4.0 transformation. For the past four years, Alex has contributed to the 3 Year Minds global strategy and helped position itself as an industry leader of AM workflows. In addition, Alexander has used his expertise to advocate and lead AM digital transformation initiatives in industries like defense, automotive, and energy. Now let's jump on in. Welcome, Alex. It's nice to have you on. Thank you, Dylan. Nice to be here. Thanks for the invitation. Yeah, anytime. I think it's really exciting to have you on and get to learn a little bit more about what you and your team are working on. Um, a little bit before we jump into that, it's my understanding that you served in the military, right? Yeah, actually, uh, indeed. Um, I had my past uh, in the military as well, because we, we, we're going to be talking about that in 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 that exchange, uh, but uh, I have done three years in the French military uh, in the past. Um, I was a cadet, basically, um, and, and um, went into then um, consulting and, and, and business and so on. But I have this background, which is, to be honest, uh, um, helping me a lot to understand uh, the, in, the in and out and, and the challenges that we see. And I'm working with um, in the US as well. Um, and, and this is why for me, topics around DOD and um, the US Army, the US Navy are very exciting. And, and I'm, I'm very happy to be working with Philips and you guys on, on that type of things. Wonderful, so it's pretty close to home. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's awesome. Uh, so kind of leading into this, um, so for our viewers that aren't necessarily up to speed on Through Your Mind, um, could you tell us just a little bit about that and what you guys are working on and where you're trying to uh, push the, the, the software envelope. Sure, and I think it's a very good start. Um, so, so basically, 3 Mind is a software company, a pure player of additive manufacturing. So we do workflow software for additive manufacturing. Our goal basically is to um, automate what we call on-demand manufacturing, which is the, 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 the big vision, the big uh, value added of additive manufacturing, being able to print, produce parts uh, with better flexibility and, and uh, being able to do it closer to the end customers. Um, and, and our software is basically covering the entire workflow. So we want to help the users of additive manufacturing, not only get started in additive manufacturing um, with data-driven um, tools, but also automate the way they produce part and, and make it efficiently. It sounds pretty complex. Uh, so what we're hearing is probably having the opportunity of a lot of customization within that software, correct? Well, uh, it's a standard software mm -hmm. um, with a little bit of configuration, uh, but we provide a standard. So 
the idea is to be the platform that enable um, Industry 4.0, basically, and um, we we cover um, all the the processes of additive manufacturing from part innovation, part identification, to uh, post processing and delivery, um, going through uh, uh, the build, uh, the, the the build production, and so forth. Um, the, the the complexity is more today lies more into AM processes, additive manufacturing processes themselves. And for those who are not very familiar with additive manufacturing, additive manufacturing has a high potential to disrupt the way we produce things, but it, it comes with a lot of complexity. Um, and and you, you know that very well, Dylan, as an application engineer, um, when, when you want to produce in AM, you have to go through a lot of data preparation, um, a lot of... Um, back and forth in, in, in the validation and qualification processes, defining the parameter strategy of the printer, defining the right material. And then it's even if you have chosen and you're sure to have chosen the right technology to produce the part. And this is probably just 50% of the work before you get into the post-processing, which is usually also a big hurdle uh, in additive manufacturing, especially when you talk about um, material like uh, metal and so on. So um, the... Additive manufacturing is, is very promising and has a lot of potential, but it comes with that complexity. And, and I think um, one of the chasm that the industry still has to cross is how to simplify the approach, how to systematize uh, and, and, and find the right uh, uh, business cases for additive manufacturing uh, um, and, and to, really, to really make it more accessible and usable in the, in the realm of manufacturing um, on, on, on the wider uh, um, way of, uh, you know, uh, producing things in general. Yeah, uh, hearing this just makes me excited and I, kind of at the same time kind of upset because whenever I started an ad of manufacturing way back, um, I was that uh, I was the applications engineer sifting through hundreds and hundreds of applications each week. So having this type of uh, you know, software, this would have been extremely helpful to just kind of sift through and, and screen, at least from a, like a base standpoint, um, just to see what would be the, the best manufacturing opportunity for each application. Exactly. And to, to get more, more uh, um, precise on what we, we provide is that we have, let's say, two big pieces in that software. One is... Um, um, like on, on the downstream automating the shop floor operations production itself. But what you just mentioned, which is the upstream, um, is the, the second part of our software, which is basically helping our customers identify what are the best uh, use cases for additive manufacturing amongst their inventories of parts or new design um, that they, they, they are working on, 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 on developing. And the way I, there, there's one way I like to, to call that piece, which is the, the, the part identification uh, application of our software. Uh, I, I like to call it the, the Google map of additive manufacturing, basically. I think, and, and here you, 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 you probably have the same experience, but the, the market and also uh, many enterprises have this experience. Um, the, the market is driven by technology, the, the print technologies. It has been the case for, for now, uh, maybe 20 years and it means that 
machine manufacturers come to the door of enterprises of our organization saying, I have the best technology. And then, um, you know, sometimes you get convinced and you try one technology, but then you wonder what if the other technology would be more interesting for me. Um, and we want to help the market to kind of avoid that, that uh, uh, pitfall basically, which is starting with like deciding on one technology without thinking of the business case. We want to do first help our customer to screen their inventories, the part and application they have, identify what are the most potential, the, the, the highest potential use case, and then helping them find the right technology uh, uh, to go with. Um, um, we do this in, we can upload a large part of data uh, uh, from different sources, um, existing database, Excel. Um, we could also import like uh, file like PDFs and, and stuff like this, so we can help to import massive amount of data, standardize this data, and then as an output, an output basically um, give a, a, a business case, a complete business case on what part uh, could be printed with what technology and what material. And that's what I call uh, the Google map of additive manufacturing is really helping uh, uh, the companies that really ask themselves how to get into additive manufacturing, how to, or how to grow additive manufacturing, manufacturing when they started to, to test it, uh, really helping them to find a way, the best way, the shortest way, uh, the less expensive and the more efficient way toward, toward success with that uh, new technology. And I think that's, you just hit the nail on the head there. So efficiency is, is key, right? So I think maybe one, uh, some, something else to kind of dive into a little bit here. What does, uh, I guess, a customer or a corporation need to start? What kind of data can you pull to get some type of accurate reading on you know, what applications make the most sense for what uh, manufacturing method? So uh, actually, as a matter of fact, and this is what we've learned uh, throughout a lot of projects we've done, and, and we have screened millions of parts as of today uh, uh, for our customers. Um, what we've seen is that a lot of companies don't have really well-structured data uh, sets and uh, um, very scattered uh, um, uh, files and, 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 and parts data in different um, ERP or different PDM or PLM, um, different databases, sometimes in Excel, sometimes uh, simple uh, printed sheets, basically. Um, so it's very hard at the beginning to um, for them to identify where they can uh, and what type of data they can they can have, we have created the system uh, with our customers seeing that challenge to to really entail a very wide variety of data sources that we can combine together. For instance, being able to import uh, CSV Excel files, analyze them, combine them with three D file import. Uh, for instance, so usually in Excel you have metadata. Uh, for the parts, you have like the cost of the part, the references, the material, and so forth. Um, and the 3D design is giving you the geometry information about the part. If there is no 3D design, we can also import um, um, 2D data, um, PDFs, and other type of, of documents. We can import uh, uh, um, directly from existing ERPs through what we call APIs, which is basically um, uh, application interfaces. So we have a very, very uh, uh, inclusive and wide and flexible way of importing data and also a system 
to give to uh, the operators if, if the data is not there still like for example in physical shelves you have like just physical part and maybe printed data on 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 paper then we also have a way in our software to give access um, to our partnerification application to operations uh, 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 people on the ground to be able to to take a photo of the part manually uh, populate parts data um, um, directly on their smartphone or a tablet or whatnot so we we really worked on on being as comprehensive as possible and as as flexible uh, flexible as possible to help our customer import every kind of data uh, in the software wow so kind of a, a one-stop shop here yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> so um, branching off of that, so uh, understanding a little bit more about the, the software capabilities and, and what you're able to do here, uh, what are some cool projects that you've been working on within the federal government? So it's, it's um, and, and, and you know a little bit about this project, but we, we recently started to, to work with, um, I mean, we have experience um, um, since already uh, bit more than three years with the US DOD, but we recently started to work on a very interesting project, which is named uh, Trailblazer mm -hmm. uh, with the US Marine Corps. And here, the, the, the topic is that um, the US Marine Corps needs to uh, identify how, you know, um, disrupt and, and have a smarter supply chain for a spare part of, of some of their vehicles they want to be able to screen the inventories of spare parts of existing um, vehicles they have in their fleets and um, identify on all of these parts which part could be meaningful to be printed uh, with additive manufacturing and with what type of material and what type of uh, print technologies and then down the road what uh, uh, qualification needs. So here, and this is what is very exciting, is that you have thousands and thousands of parts uh, and, and screws within, within one vehicle. And what we're helping uh, the US Marine Corps doing is collecting all the part data, like I said, uh, a wide variety of, of parts, standardized um, the, the data structure, the data inventory uh, within our software, digitize this information, and then assess uh, this thousand and thousand of parts to find the best uh, uh, parts that could be printed and 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 then help them throughout the qualification process in a data-driven way. That sounds extremely revolutionary here. So basically what we're able to do here is screen thousands of parts basically, you know, within, you know, just hours and just sift through kind of their criteria and, and their data and find you know, what are the best capabilities or, or, or opportunities for the um, additive manufacturing going forward. So we're not just talking about DMLS or FDM, but multiple other opportunities, correct? Absolutely. And, and, and we're not talking about just uh, uh, plastic because when, when uh, we think of like, first think about additive manufacturing, uh, coming from like the, the, the real game of manufacturing, we, we could think of like R&D, uh, FDM uh, type of printer, desktop printer on a table uh, uh, in their R&D department and, and doing a, a little bit of, of some, some gimmicks and, 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 and um, goodies. But the truth is additive manufacturing is able to produce a very wide variety of material 
um, um, including some of the most advanced uh, 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 metal alloy. And, and um, there are large scale industrial printers that can print uh, uh, parts of more than, than a, uh, one meter, for instance, uh, technologies like WAM can achieve such things. So, so there is a kind of a untapped potential within, within additive manufacturing um, on certain material that have amazing properties, certain technologies that have a speed and, and a quality and a resolution that, that is very close to uh, the qualified technology of, of uh, what we call con conventional manufacturing. So, so we want to help uh, um, these organizations like um, uh, the Marine Corps to identify this potential and, and to, to, to kind of have a, 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 a shortcut toward um, um, this AM technology and, and, and uh, the qualification uh, of, uh, of those uh, for, for your like, uh, operational utilization. So leading into that, um, whenever these applications are found, you, you can basically create a, a library, right? And then kind of build off into kind of a spare parts on demand opportunity. Absolutely, and that's, that ties back to, to what I said at the beginning is automated on demand manufacturing. Once you have helped, and this is the biggest part, right? Being able to screen all this part and then um, helping uh, uh, the customer achieve a qualified digital inventory. By the way, in doing so, we, using our technology, we, 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 we can help application in engineers to identify at least 10 times more applications and technology suitable for additive manufacturing for the inventory analyzed. And uh, we, we, we reduce the, 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 the time spent on each part for qualification around 70, uh, by, by around 70%. So it's, it's really, really enabling companies to accelerate. And this is kind of the missing, missing uh, uh, thing for, for, for the industry is really being able to identify, validate, and qualify more parts uh, uh, for IT manufacturing. But indeed, once, once you get your digital inventory, once you, once you have all the data, once you have digitize your, your qualified uh, uh, part repository, then you're able within our software to choose uh, and, and to basically order these parts with uh, either internal um, facilities that let's say the DOD would have in, in different locations uh, or external suppliers. So, so the platform act as and this is the second uh, uh, element of our software. This is the shop floor automation part. Once you have this inventory, you can click on a part, have the costing of the part, select the right supplier uh, uh, to be printed with, and this is very important, with a good match of uh, uh, um, the, the properties and the capacities and the offering of the supplier. So you have qualified your inventories, so you, have, you, you have defined some rules. This rule will be directly applied to select the right supplier. And then the supplier will know exactly how to produce the part because they will get the exact information needed for them from your inventory. So this continuity toward the supplier is really what makes possible on-demand manufacturing with high repeatability, high quality, and, and, and basically also lower costs. So really, this is an end-to-end -end solution for additive manufacturing, just to, to one, find an application, and then two, produce and qualify that application through uh, the full manufacturing method. Exactly. And, and usually, the way we do it is that we don't necessarily um, uh, go all the, like, in a, in a big bang approach, all the way in mm -hmm. with both, like, like, with the full threat directly with our customer. We 
for the customer that start and are still seeking to understand the potential of AM for their business and their uh, uh, um, 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 production facilities, um, we help them with the part identification project and creating this digital qualified inventory for them um, um, in a highly secure environment, especially for to DoD, of course. And then once they have this qualified inventory, we will help them implement the, the digital invent, uh, environment for um, producing the part on demand and automating the shop floor. This goes up to uh, a piece uh, uh, that is very important here as well is IoT because we also connect our software uh, to the machines. So we usually work with our customers step-by-step, step, uh, but down the road, we help them implement the only digital end-to-end -end digital thread. So really the only platform for additive manufacturing that takes that much of the value chain from, like I said, part identification at the beginning to the machine and, and the production and the post-processing. That's amazing. And then for our, our federal audience, um, you also have an opportunity for kind of an on-site premise option as well? It, it, exactly. So our software is, is, is not, uh, as you, like, you're aware of the term SaaS, which is software as a service. Mm -hmm. So this is kind of like the environment, uh, um, the, the word we use to, to talk uh, about the type of software we have. But indeed, our software is, 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 is an application that is available in any type of, of um, uh, server. So we have implemented our software in the DOD, in, at the US Navy, for instance, and other instances of, of, of the branches of the army, uh, um, the militaries. But um, so, so, so we have an extensive uh, experience into understanding the security, the IT ecosystems of our customer and make our software available locally with the right, uh, with the local standards of our customers. And, and, and here it's to guarantee the highest security uh, for them. Um, we, we have, we, we are quite proud to, to be able to say that today we have uh, um, a real good understanding of what is required in terms of security uh, in the highest uh, um, um, secure environment. And, and, and I think, and you've, uh, you've had this experience with us as well, but I think we can say that uh, um, we have one of the most secure uh, software um, in, in, in the sector. I can definitely speak to that and uh, being able to work alongside you and the rest of your team. It's, it's definitely been a, been a pleasure in the past years and the years to come. Um, so on that, um, kind of leading into kind of a, maybe a little bit larger scope question here uh, as we're reaching to the end of this podcast, what do you see as the biggest opportunity uh, within the software for the federal government? So I would say for the federal government, um, there is, First of all, what is the federal government? Uh, it's made of, like, of course, the, the militaries, um, but there's also the DLA. Um, the DLA alone manages um, 5 million line items, including 80% of the, the military's repair parts. Um, the military itself, uh, uh, the militaries itself, uh, uh, themselves, it's, it's six branches. It's 500 bases in the US, more than 700 abroad. So the, 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 the armies plus DLA have to manage a very complex supply chain, a lot of parts. And amongst all of, of, of these parts, there is a lot of legacy and a lot of uh, uh, a way to, to 
need actually to produce this part differently and to, to supply this part differently. The supply chains, the global supply chains need to adapt um, to, to the new constraint of the world and the new constraint of our international uh, uh, um, um, constraints. And we need to shift from, from a model that is really dependent on, on many different suppliers to more integration and more autonomy. And here, how we can help the DOD and, and the federal uh, um, organization like DLA is really to identify. And, and if, I, if, I, if I had the opportunity, I would do it right now, I'm ready. I would screen every part of, of, uh, that are being produced today in conventional manufacturing, as we say, to identify what amount of part can we produce with additive manufacturing and therefore give more independence, more uh, um, integration, uh, more uh, sovereignty uh, over uh, to the DOD over the supply chain. And we estimate today that we can, uh, based on all the analysis and the part identification project we've done by the past, we can uh, go uh, like identify, uh, so the potential good use cases for additive manufacturing in an inventory in average is uh, between 5% to 10% today. So um, it's not about, it's, it's not even talking about the new technology of additive manufacturing that will be coming in the future. But today we, we estimate that between five to 10% of, of inventories um, in um, the DOD, for instance, could be switched efficiently toward additive manufacturing. So there is a very high potential for the federal agencies, the DLA, to really find this, this, this potential and, re and, and, and create an, uh, another way to have more resilient uh, supply chain for the maintenance uh, uh, operations in the US, but also for um, the operators on the field. Think about it. Think of, about uh, 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 an operation in, in a uh, in, a, in, in a theater in, 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 in the Middle East, for instance, being able to, to have a printer uh, with the, the forces on the ground, being able to produce spare parts on demand or uh, uh, jigs, fixtures, tooling to help uh, 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 the maintenance directly on, on the theater is, is really a game changer. And here we want to be able to, 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 to help the DOD go in that direction. I really like that. So basically simplifying the uh, the supply chain. And, and I also like kind of getting the, you know, ahead of the spear here is, you know, understanding that, you know, having the a mindset for kind of IT is, it's not when you're about when you're going to get hacked or if you're going to get hacked, but when. So getting ahead of that, I think this is this is really, really cool and a great opportunity for people to start really applying this type of you know, this um, software to one, mitigate and, and manage um, potential crises, such as the supply chain crisis we, we, we dealt with uh, just this mm -hmm. last year, and we're still seeing waves. Absolutely. The, the supply chain crisis is not a new, a new event. So we've seen this um, more, more, more clearly during the COVID crisis, but this was already a trend coming from uh, um, um, you know, the, the, the conflicts between different states uh, coming from uh, the geopolitical situation between Asia and, and, and Western countries, for instance, coming from environmental crisis. So the world will continue needing to uh, uh, find new ways and, and to, to basically supply 
parts, boots um, uh, throughout the world. And the US, um, as well as the, the, the whole uh, uh, West, Western countries needs to be able to be more independent and, and more resilient and have a better uh, um, uh, sovereignty, like I said, over the, the things they produce and, and the goods they need to, to be functioning uh, um, um, for, for their security, for, for agriculture, for <laughs> many different sectors. But in the case for, of the DOD, it is very important because it's a national security interest to really find a way to switch uh, uh, to this more flexible supply chain and more uh, integrated supply chain soon enough. I completely agree. And I'm excited that I get to be a part of this growth with you and the rest of your team to help, you know, push this in as many areas as we possibly can to, to bring more awareness to this. And uh, well, Alex has been an absolute pleasure to have you on. And I'm looking forward to seeing these new opportunities come in the future and it being integrated in multiple other areas inside of the federal government and outside as well. Awesome. Thank you very much, Dylan. It's been a pleasure talking to you today. And I'm re really looking forward uh, to, to, to working on these big projects. A lot of things are coming up. Um, and, and for those who, who, who would wonder how, how to get started in such a project, uh, um, basically, it's, it's, it's quite simple. It's like, uh, let's discuss about um, the inventory, the type of data you have, and how you look at uh, additive manufacturing, whatever is your experience with it, with, with it and the, this type of technology, we can really help you to, to get started. Wonderful. Awesome, Alex. Well, thank you so much and looking forward to working closely with you and your team here in the next future. Thank you very much, Julian. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. And if you would like to know more about the Three Your Mind software, feel free to visit their website at www.3yourmind.com. That's the number three, Y-O-U-R-M-I-N-D.com. This episode is sponsored by Phillips Federal, the leader in the federal marketplace.